It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. What's up and what's happening, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. It is a Monday. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hope you had a great weekend. We are in the week leading up to Thanksgiving. There's not really a whole lot of news right now, but we're going to talk about some rumors, 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 and more rumors. Talking about Zach Wheeler. Going to look at some Rule 5 stuff that happened, different 40-man roster additions for the Reds, and a couple of guys left off the 40-man roster. We'll get to that in a moment. And a very interesting question I saw on one of Mark Sheldon's mailbags on reds.com. But before we get to that, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Google play, Stitcher, the Himalaya podcasting app, all that wonderful stuff. Also check me out on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and the show at locked on reds. Also save that Lockdown Red Sign number into your phone, 513-549-0159. So we're starting off the show with some rumors. I mean, if you go to Reds.com... It is kind of a microcosm as to what's going on in Redsland right now. All is quiet on the Queen City front because there's only one actual article. Everything else is either advertisements for tickets or a funny compilation of Reds moments, which it's a funny video, but that's really the only thing that's on reds.com right now but the big news over the weekend and it's big news about a rumor is that the reds are interested in zach wheeler now this comes from ken rosenthal not your typical rumor mongers such as john morosi or john Heyman, who tend to say things that when you really unpack them are not They don't carry much substance with them. Ken Rosenthal reported that the Reds are interested in Zach Wheeler. And that's interesting because as you may look in the RedReporter.com's piece about the Zach Wheeler interest, he's not exactly getting the hitting. Now, he would be an amazing fifth option out of the rotation, and that would solidify the Reds, and I tweeted this, as arguably the best rotation in the National League. I mean, if you add Zach Wheeler to Elise Castillo, Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, and Anthony DiSclefani, one through five, it would be hard to argue against them being the best rotation in the National League. You know, depending on where Strasburg goes and things of that nature, that may change things. But as it would stand with Zach Wheeler, that would be phenomenal. Now, for some of you that may think, well, Zach Wheeler, he's a bit of an injury concern. He's had a rough couple of years as far as injuries, uh, you know, are concerned. And you're not wrong. 
there is a little bit of durability concerns there with that, but I think that's almost, you know, as as some may say, that's almost baked into his free agency price. Wheeler was, going back to 2009, a first-round pick by the San Francisco Giants, and in 2019, he compiled four-point win, wins above replacement, according to baseball reference, of course. But in 195 innings pitched, he had a 3.96 ERA. Not too bad at all, 195 strikeouts, and he issued just 50 walks. So not, not too bad there. That, that comes out to a walks per nine of 2.3, keeping the runners off the base pass via the free pass. But he would be an amazing addition. Now, I know this goes against the hashtag get the hitting, but with the money that they did not spend on Yasmani Grandal, that means that they can spread it around in different places. Maybe they can get Wheeler with some middle infield additions or maybe a center fielder and D.D. Gregorius. I want to see... I, I want, we're, we're going to push this whole King DDD idea. I love it, uh, the different gifts that I see on Twitter of King DDD doing his thing. And, you know, and like I mentioned in an episode past, King DDD, he's a Nintendo character from Super Smash Brothers. Love that video game. If you haven't played it, I highly encourage you to do so. But anyway, it, Zach Wheeler could be part of the offseason additions as Ken Rothersenthal reports that the Reds are not afraid to spend lavishly this offseason. He would fall perfectly in line with that idea. Here in a moment, I want to get to a couple of things about the Reds' 40-man roster filling out, some Rule 5 thoughts, and an interesting question on the only Reds.com article, a Mark Sheldon Melback, a very weird question that I saw. But first, Away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on during checkout. Listening on the go, if you can't visit Away right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. 
kind of in the middle of last week, and I didn't really have too much on the subject at the time. I was trying to wrap my mind around a few different other things, but the Reds filled out their 40-man roster, made a couple of additions, a couple of guys that they wanted to protect, but really I kind of want to focus on for a moment the guys that they left off of the 40-man roster. A couple of intriguing ones. TJ Friedel, of course, is the first guy that most people are talking about as he's still young. Now his health may be a concern and the Reds may view him as someone who's not ready to come back, so teams probably won't take a chance on picking him as he he finished last year on the injured list. He still has some decent potential there as a center fielder. Let's see exactly how all of that plays out. But there's two guys. And the first one, uh, Lance McAllister talked about a little bit on his show. And it's interesting to note because I've talked to Doug Gray about him a couple of different times. And that's Alfredo Rodriguez. A couple of years ago, the Reds paid a lot of money to sign him from Cuba. And he was touted at the time as a possible shortstop of the future. That really has not lived up to expectations. In fact, his career minor league batting average right now sits at 233. And this past season was his best hitting season that he's had. So that's not great. A guy who doesn't hit very well. His slugging is very unimpressive. It's it's below 400, so he is a strictly singles hitter. His on-base percentage isn't much better. I think it's barely over 3, you know, 30% of the time he's getting on base. So offensively, he's a very lightweight guy. He's as Doug Gray has mentioned before, he is seen now as a defense only prospect. So the the valuations are in we kind of know what he is. And the Reds left him off the 40-man roster, I think, because of this. But here's the problem. They paid lots of money to get him. And he's making a decent amount of money as a prospect coming up. I think they were paying him for what they hoped he could be. And he's not going to live up to that. So here's the problem. The Reds either have admitted that they've sunk this cost, that they've paid this money, to Alfredo Rodriguez to be a prospect and it's just not going to pan out and then he gets picked by another team. Or, having been made available to the 29 other Major League Baseball franchises, they all reject him and further solidify the fact that the Reds overpaid for a possible prospect. Alfredo Rodriguez is just one in a long line of cautionary tales when it comes to the idea of prospects. And that everyone's future is not always certain. And then another guy that we're looking at being left off of the 40-man roster and definitely has to do with health, Brandon Finnegan. One of the key returns uh, from the Johnny Cueto to the Royals trade he has just fallen off a cliff. I don't know if it's all health-related or if there were a lot of mechanical issues baked into that as well. But it, obviously, we all remember in 2018, struggling mightily. In 20 and two-thirds innings pitched, he had a 7.4 ERA. The Reds then sent him down to Louisville. And in 67 and two-thirds innings pitched, he had a 7.05 ERA. 
So he didn't get better. In fact, he stayed consistently bad once sent down to the AAA level. 2019, he only pitched 15 total innings. They were all in AA Chattanooga, a 6.6 ERA. He's had shoulder issues, and that's something that he's been recovering from. They sent him to driveline and Kyle Bodie last year to work on his pitching mechanics and see if he can get back something, if he can try to repair his career. Because now uh, where he was a starter for a little bit, and it looked like he could be a starter of the future, we all remember looking back and saying, you know what, Brandon Finnegan, he, he might be a guy moving forward for this rotation. Not only is that not going to happen, he is now fighting to get back to the bullpen in the major leagues. I don't even know if we'll see that happen. The Reds left him unprotected, so he is available for the 29 other major league franchises to pick in the Rule 5 draft. We'll see exactly how that happens. I was reading up a little bit on the Rule 5 draft. A team has to pay $100,000 to the team that they pick a player from, and then that player then has to be on their major league roster for an entire year or they have to offer the player back to his original team, in which his original team would refund half of that $100,000 to the team that picked him. There was a little bit of that last season. The Reds picked Connor Joe, a catcher slash kind of a utility guy, from the Dodgers, and they offered him back to the Dodgers, and I think he even got sent there, and then he he ended up in San Francisco for the year, so he was moving around quite a bit. But Rule 5 draftees, I mean, the Reds have had decent success recently. The first guy that comes to mind is Jared Burton. And this was, I guess, not super recently, but it was a a few years back. He was a pretty decent reliever, if you remember Jared Burton. He was a decent reliever on some decent teams. But overall, just looking at Brandon Finnegan, it's, it's disconcerting to see how far he's fallen since that trade. Really... Now, I I almost, uh, anything that the Reds get from him moving forward is just gravy. (laughs) We're now putting all of the hopes of that trade onto Cody Reed and to see what Cody Reed can do. I think he's going to be pretty good for the Reds out of the bullpen this coming season. But just looking back on that trade with Johnny Cueto, we all thought that was a win-win. We thought, hey, look, the Royals are getting their ace for their playoff run, and he got a World Series ring that year. And the Reds are getting three young arms with which they can really build a rotation around. Two of those three are gone. Cody Reed, probably not going to be a starter moving forward. He's probably going to come out of the bullpen. And you can still get some productive innings from him. But that trade did not end up like we initially thought it would. Kind of a bummer to see. And lastly here to finish up today's podcast, I wanted to just briefly touch on this, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it. I just kind of wanted to laugh for a minute. I thought maybe you would want to laugh too. If you look on Reds.com, it's in that mailbag article from Mark Sheldon, the most recent one. A fan wrote a very weird question in, and that is, and you know what, I, I tell you what, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do this, but I think I will. We're going to read this exactly word for word because it's just so fantastic. And actually, it was a question on Facebook, so there you go. If you follow the Today in Reds Facebook account on Twitter, you know just how crazy Reds fans are on the wonderful social media platform known 
as Facebook. But this question went to Mark Sheldon on Facebook, and he actually answered it in the mailbag. The question says, Homer Bailey had a pretty good season. Yeah, I know. We're, st- we're talking about Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey had a pretty good season. Nothing like a number one guy, but he could be a nice and cheap fit as the number five guy in the Reds' rotation. Any chance they consider bringing him back if he's healthy and if he would want to at the right price? What? This guy must have been living under a rock. Like, the Reds were all set to write him a check and just kick him to the curve before last season started, and then the whole Dodgers trade materialized, and voila, the Reds actually traded Homer Bailey for actual real baseball players. There's no chance in hell that the Reds go out and sign Homer Bailey this year. That would be the most ridiculous thing. And I love, I love what Mark Sheldon said in his answer to, uh, to the guy. He said, the Reds smartly got away from Bailey and the $28 million he was owed by dealing him to the Dodgers in last winter's seven-player blockbuster trade. It was a divorce that has no hope. For reconciliation. Who on earth, raise your hand if you really think, and obviously I can't see it because this is a podcast, but who on earth thinks that the Reds are even considering looking at Homer Bailey? And why on earth would you want them to? We wanted him gone. No one wants to bring him back. That, that, that's just, just silly. I mean, I get it. There, this is rumor season. We're thinking about who could possibly be a red, maybe possibly looking at, thinking about. That's one guy that's not coming here. I don't think he wants to be here. The reds don't want him here. Ain't happening. Just thought it was funny. Hopefully it gave you a little bit of a laugh here on this Monday. Thanks so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed on all the many podcasting platforms and follow us on Twitter at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three F's and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. As we move forward in this Thanksgiving week, just wanted to give you guys a heads up that there will be an episode that gets posted on Thursday. There will not be an episode on Friday. The The Thursday episode will be a little bit longer to accommodate the two days and being off for Friday, but uh, we're going to have a podcast Thursday, none on Friday. So a four-day podcast week this week. Hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 